0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 61st episode of the Sawdust Nation podcast with your hosts Nick from NPG Creations, Josh from North Country Woodworking, and it's me, Nap from Naps Naughty Works, LLC. Boy, do we have a treat for you today. We're going to be talking about that sticky, icky, no, not what you think, but epoxy uh, today on this show. But before we jump into any of
1: that and what's going
0: on in the shops, let me kick it over to you, Nick.
1: Hey, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, kicking it on over to me there, Nap from Naps, Naughty Works. Uh, I want to go ahead and give a giant shout out to our newest sponsor, Daniel from PwnCNC. This episode and many more have been brought to you by Pwn CNC. So uh, if you can, give him some love on the Instagram. Give him some love on his website. If you have one of those CNC machines that needs a dust boot that's world-class, better than the ones that come with the machine, check out www.pwncnc.com. Also, hit them up on Instagram, at pwncnc. And if you're ordering anything from Daniel, go ahead and type in that promo code SAWDUSTNATION for a 10% off discount. That's right, folks. You can get all the Pwn CNC stuff that you want for 10% off. So thank you, Daniel. And obviously, we're going to thank our uh, other sponsors, which would be Total Boat. Um, check out them for the epoxy experience at TotalBoat.com or at TotalBoat. Um, if you need a promo code for Total Boat, hit us up, slide into our DMs on Instagram, and we will get you one. And last but not least, Jtech Photonics, thank you for your continued support. Check them out at jtechphotonics.com. Pew, 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 now, we're going to talk about what's going on in the shop. And I want to hear what's J- going on in Josh's shop because he has been pretty quiet lately. What's going on in your shop, Josh?
2: Oh, you guys noticed my absence, huh? Well, um, it's kind of been on purpose. The whole not posting everything, I've been kind of reorganizing uh the business a little bit to be more organized. And uh, with that, is, is that why be... you
1: reorganize to make sure it's organized?
2: Yeah, you got to organize, make sure you're organized so that you be organized. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a great metaphor sure. for your life, anyway. No, um, mm. so yeah, um, kind of messing with Etsy a little bit, trying to make that platform a little better than what it has. All my six things up there, including my stickers (laughs) need to be worked on. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm working on that. I'm kind of working on, you know, how I'm going to move forward on Instagram and, and Facebook. I kind of want to be a little bit more interactive with some of the Facebook followers because, um, with Instagram in the past, I've been really, you know, reaching out to everybody, but Facebook have been kind of lacking and I have a lot of business coming from that. So I kind of want to be able to reach out and, uh, you know, talk to them a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I've been talking about changes, you know, throughout the year, and um, we're going to start to implement those. And that includes scheduling um, a max amount of projects per month uh, in each, you know, category and depending on what project it is. And then uh, when it's scheduled up, it's up and done, uh, hard to schedule. And then, uh, you know, the next month will start. So that way I can kind of, you know, balance my life a little bit, especially because of, you know i got some major changes going on when it comes to uh, work and all that so um I he's have going through sm- the change i am it's that you know <laughs> he's, time he's of my at life. the
1: point in his life where he's going through the change <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, is it on here <laughs> no uh anywho uh just i'm trying to be smarter about it okay so we're coming from professional hobbyists to a different category and uh i'm also looking at LLCs and other stuff to actually legitimize myself and the business and uh when i do that i want to come out strong and that includes a youtube video and some other stuff so a lot of stuff in the works when it comes to that so that kind of explains why i've been so quiet um you know hard to do that and then you know be an instagram daily but the calm that's what we yes call me stormy anyway um (laughs) So in the shop, I got a whole bunch of stuff going. Um, Shop orders have not stopped, even though I've been quiet. So these two know, and so does Wim Designs, because he supplied me with the parts. But I just upgraded my CNC with TPD CNC upgrades and uh, PWN CNC upgrades. So let me go into that a little bit. So I got risers for the CNC and also uh, stabilizers for the uh, Y-axis, including a Z. Um, what would you call that upgrade? Um, I have more inches I can carve now. Um, say that lightly. Oh, <laughs> inches. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks to Wim uh, designs, he, uh, hooked me up with those upgrades with a work trade. So I'll be doing a mount for him and some other stuff. And I highly thank him because I've already installed everything, went through the process of figuring out what I missed while installing it. And that included my first test carve. Um, My 60 degree V bit dived into my bed again. And it was because I forgot to go ahead and calibrate the Z axis. Um, I will say that uh, tools today, 60 degree bit is one amazing bit. Um, Not only did it dive in just fine. It left a clean carve and was able to carve 18 realtor signs moments after. So, Thanks to Nick, I contacted him and uh, he let me know, you know, how to fix that. It was just something I, if I would have spent more time thinking about, I would have, you know, recognized it needed to be done. But it was a simple fix in the code and I was good to go. So going back to the 18 signs, um, they are carved and carved out. I need to go take them to the bandsaw and then to the um, router table and then do some sanding and finishing, and they're going to be out the door as well by the end of the week. So that project will be done. Um, and then I also have the volunteer fire department for plaques actually being carved tonight. Um, I already carved the shape of them, and I'm laser engraving the plaques themselves. So the gold forge is just kicking in and doing some work. Um, three down, one to go. And uh, I'm liking how they're looking. Um, it, it's weird because – I'm used to working a lot with my diode in the shop and it's very much easy for me to place things and kind of align things with a Glowforge, It's not that way. Um, you have to be very careful with it and how it works, but I have to utilize it more because I am getting a little further into the laser game when it comes to certain uh, plaques and stuff. And that could be seen in my latest project that hasn't been posted is a senior plaque. Uh, so we had a master sergeant that I know promote to a senior and uh they asked me to do the plaque for her so i went ahead and did the the stripes on the actual uh laser globe forge behind me and uh i got to do the organization's patch on the back and it turned out great i love the look of it you know i could have carved it in the cnc yes but you know there's something about the burn of a laser that looks great when it comes to plaques and stuff like that and uh i want yeah i'll (laughs) it was a very deep burn. Um, and, and, and cherry too, um, the look of the cherry in the burn, they just go really well together. And I know you guys know that, but, um, so moving on, um, I'm doing another hammer for, uh, the army unit here on base. So most of the leadership actually has PCS, but, uh, you know, luckily, everyone likes the hammer so much, they reached back out with a new POC, Point of Contact. And I'm uh, working with them, kind of telling them how it is and how it's going. And, uh, you know, they delivered the coin for the hammer today. I've already uh, super glued it in, and I'll be epoxying it later tonight and then lasering it tomorrow. And it should be out the door this weekend as well. Um, <clears throat> what else have I got here? Um I also have a couple of orders that I'm waiting on, uh, you know, being finalized, them saying yes to the price and out the door. And it kind of goes against what I said in the beginning about having a limited amount of orders uh, in one month. But I'm trying to fit in a whole bunch this month because for some reason, I would almost say more than others, Everyone in their brother has forgotten their birthday or promotion of retirement for this month. And I don't know what it is, but September 1st seems to be the day. I have so many orders that literally are like, Hey, can you get it done by here? I'm like, Yes, for thirty extra dollars. And knowing that I can fit in these projects in that amount of time, I'm kind of stacking myself purposely so I can get that uh extra bang for my buck, you know what I mean. And with that, I also have a, I don't know if you want to call it plaque, but it's a large shield organizational patch. It's kind of like similar to something I did for a Colonel Hall that I have posted on Instagram. And it has um, both walnut, cherry, and then um, what am I going to use for the shield? Um, Poplar. And poplar. And I'll be painting that logo on there. um, You know, I can't even see the poplar. Um, so it that should be done by the first as well um, I've been using the same I don't graphic design artist would that be appropriate for that but sure. I uh, I reach out to um, he's known as vector 911 now um, in the past he's been a vector crowd but he rebranded I reach out to him he gets my designs to gets that you know random picture from You know, their organizational page that you could barely see or make out the details. And it seems like overnight he turns that into SVG that is workable. And, you know, with my different requests, um, he's able to do it. I can input text. It's it's worth the money and the time to go through him. So I would definitely check him out if you don't have a guy our girl already like i i literally say hey man i got another one for you i send him a picture he goes i'll get it to you tonight or tomorrow usually like 4 hours later it's in my inbox and i can already start designing and then carving the next day so big time saver especially when you know that someone's that reliable so with that um i got other projects in the work too that i'm trying to finish up and get out the door but uh It's just one of those things where uh, catching up on everything and kind of getting back in the game. But that kind of wraps up my shop and how that's going. So I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Nap. How's it down there in Texas, Nap? Well, First of all,
0: it is hotter than all get out, to say the least. Uh, I will say I wish this was my forever home because I would love to put an AC unit in the side of my garage so I could shut my garage door and call it a day so I could comfortably work in my shop. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, Money's got to be made slash projects got to be done. Um But hey, I'm going to tell you what, before I go on to what's on my shop, going on in my shop, limiting yourself per month. I'm going to say that, yes, it works sometimes, but I know you're trying to, like you say, restructure, reorganize, and you're probably trying to update to maybe upgrade some other uh equipment. And those jobs are needed, boss, because we all know, yes, we love woodworking, but something's got to pay for that equipment. So Don't limit yourself too
2: much. I'm not limiting myself in such a way where I can say yes or no. It's not a hard number. It's whatever I can feel the handle, depending what's going on. But as far as my customers are concerned and my clientele, it's if it's someone that comes to me almost every month and says, I need this project done. I'm going to take them. You know what I'm saying? If it's the random one off that wants a $40 plaque done real quick, I'm going to probably say, I got to push you to next month. It's not favoritism. It's just, you know, I have very loyal customers like the army unit here that come to me nonstop. I've made like over 21 mallets or hammers for them. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's a lot of money they've spent on my business. So I can justify, you know, hey, you know, they're going to continue to come back. The person that's that fair. wants, you know, a new school year, whatever, uh, for their kid finds a picture on Etsy and says, here, can you do this for $30? That That's a little different.
0: Fair enough. I was just like, the way you made it sound, I was like, man, I don't think I could do that. Like, and that's what, like, in the shop now. Okay, so I don't know what it is about being in the shop. But when you upgrade something, it just seems like all the customers know what's happened. Because it's like, oh, we're here. Here's our jobs. Here's our money. Pay for your equipment. Because that's honestly what's happened this past week. Literally, I've had the, the floodgates have opened. I've had... Two hat cases for MTI hats uh, ordered, one of which is not a rush. Uh, Friday, I do have one of those due. It's not really a rush either because I'd already started making it. I kind of already had a heads up that, hey, this is going to happen. Uh, so I put the panels together. The stuff's actually cut out now. I just got to start cutting it out of the mold, or out of the frame, if you will, because, you know, when you see and see stuff, you put tabs. You got to cut the tabs out, cut the outline out. Um it's going to have a, a little bit of a twist to it. So they actually gave me a guide on, which is like a big staff with a flag on it. And I'll be cu- chopping that down to where it's just tall enough to where the flag can f- uh, float freely and not touch the top of the box, but not tall enough to where it's ridiculous. You know, just so it's just proportioned with the box itself. Uh, I'll be doing some glass etching with that as well, um, adding some coins, uh, some lights to another one. So those are two awesome projects. I really like making those cases um, just because it's always something different. They always say, hey, can you do this, this, and this? And they help me expand what I can do to those boxes, giving people or my customers options. And then another one uh, coming from Florida, uh, this person asked me, hey, I've been kind of pushed to this side by a few make, uh, makers uh, just because they've had a bunch going on and they just couldn't help me out. So they came to me because they used to be stationed here. And I said, hey, yeah, of course I can help you. What is it you need? Well, they asked me to make this uh, symbol. So for those that are Patreons, they can see the, uh, the video and whatnot. They got this guy right here, which is a patch uh, that they had asked me to make and to actually kind of grayscale it. So anybody knows anything about grayscale, uh, it's a pain on CO2. So I did what's called a dither, which ends up giving me the grayscale look and it makes it look honestly very crisp. So I'll be doing that on a 13 by 13 ish plaque with a little chain uh, placard. That has some writing on it. And then I have uh, this hat press that's been honestly has been the bane of my existence because I keep dealing with epoxy holes, which is stuff we'll talk about later. Um, I've had to like fill little errors because I'm somewhat of a perfectionist or try to be, uh, which I probably should let up off that a little bit because it drives me absolutely insane. Um, We call that character normally, but some character flaws can be fixed. Uh, then I got the 100-piece project. that That's all it's going to be called is a 100-piece project that I'm going to start here this weekend. And then what else do I got? I have a laptop-themed coin rack that I need to make. I'm kind of interested to see how I'm going to make this. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, Josh, the looks on your face right now. But with talking with Nick, how, how I'm thinking this is going to happen is we're going to make the screen the coin rack. And the keyboard might even become a coin rack as well with a couple added things that the customer wants. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, I etched some glass for another uh, maker. Uh, you know, you, when, you, when a maker needs help, you know, they, they come, but obviously they paid a small price for it just because my time is still worth something. So I etched five panels of glass for him uh, for his uh, hat boxes that he makes.
1: And
0: what else do I got going on? I have another 10-inch Master Instructor badge to etch. Uh, I have some promo plaques to etch that someone's going to bring me the mold or the shape. They've already sent me the file, and I'm going to laser etch for them because they said, hey, my diode takes 20 hours. Can I put it on your CO2? I was like, of course you can. Like, just bring it on over. I'll take care of you. It'll take, like, 20 minutes. So I think that about wraps up. Just looking
1: around. Matt, you just missed Josh's face. It was, like, rolling his eyes.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry your Glowforge can't keep up, boss. but, hey, listen –
2: Hey, 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 hey. A a a a a two-hour project need for need me is etched, like Josh ten minutes no. for you.
1: I'm the long <laughs>
2: and slow game. You guys are the fast and the hurry. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, and listen, there's nothing wrong with that. But all I'm saying is, is sometimes you got to be a two-pump jump. Okay, I'm just saying. Like it just has to happen. You know, have to be fast sometimes. It's all about finishing. Yeah, but I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, that is not. I got a cutting board. Speaking of finishing, huh? funny. Uh, so I'm finishing a cutting board. <laughs> so I, I haven't had a cutting board project in a very long time, and I forgot how much I love making those things. Like, it's just so satisfying to rip some strips of board, glue them together, and then you throw it through the drum sander, and you're just like, that looks awesome. Because all the all the wood is nice and flush. It looks, you know, the patterns are nice. This is just a regular striped one, nothing crazy. But it's padauk, walnut, and maple. I think I talked about this in a pod, yes, podcast or two ago. I'm going to be putting rubber feet on it, putting the juice groove, the handles and all that on it this week. Uh, but other than that, I think that's really all I got going on in the shop. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure I missed something. Orders just keep coming in. But I'm more than grateful for those orders because, believe me, it's helping out a lot as far as business is concerned. So other than that, said, Nick, what do you got? Playing with your dog, I see.
1: Uh, yeah, he's, he's right up all up on my,
2: my business right now
0: you got some um,
1: peanut butter over there. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay,
2: this ain't helping the whole cat thing either. So, I mean, let's <laughs> we'll just leave this. Uh,
1: it's oh been a pretty... Uh, it's on a downswing this week. I've got... Uh, so, I'd say last Wednesday, I got approached by a person from the uh, SEER program. Was it the search, evade, uh, resist, and escape? Well, those are the guys who are... Uh, you know, out in the woods teaching people how to do survival stuff in case the aircraft goes down or whatnot. Amongst but other stuff. <laughs> amongst other things. Anyway, yeah. uh, he approached me and asked me if I could do this pretty elaborate sign for one of their team members. And I was like, when do you need it? And he's like, well, like next Monday. So I was like, well, I could – I mean, depending on what – like how, you know, how in-depth you yeah. want me to go – I could probably accommodate. So he, we went through the design. He gave me like three quarters of the information. He didn't have everything. So it took another day or two for him to get the rest of the information. So I'm starting this thing on like, I want to say like Saturday
2: night Need it by Monday.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. So I was, I was, no, it was Friday night. I'm sorry. Friday night. I got the wood milled down Saturday night. I started putting everything together and, uh, got the laser etch going and i filled some of that uh the characters that i had etched out with epoxy with the total boat uh fast hardener which is super fast by the way because it starts Mm -hmm. hardening while you're pouring (laughs) and uh i used the black diamond pigments on that they had some really nice like a seafoam gray with sparkles in it um sparkles well yeah they wanted that because it matched the beret it matched the color of their beret, so... And then, uh, yeah, so I knocked this thing out, and if you go on my Instagram, you'll see a picture of it has, like, a axe uh, slung across it, but that was a pretty quick build. Rush fee, of course, added. That but thing was
0: pretty cool, though, man. Like, for a rush, quote-unquote, job, you did a really good job on that.
1: Thanks, man. No, so, like, the majority of the thing was walnut. I think I, I had just a little over the amount of the walnut I needed, so... That's why I always like to buy a plank or two extra when I go to the Dakota hardwoods. Other than that today, um, I got the rest of my Etsy orders packed up and dropped off at the UPS store. Um, great, you know, more off my plate. I shipped off that Foot Locker on Friday, three day delivery. I think UPS is kind of misleading when they say it'll be there in three days because they, it'll be there on Friday. Wednesday of this week, so that's tomorrow, so that's like five days. Come on, guys,
2: yeah, it's a hit or miss with that you know that man though,
1: yeah, I just it's just frustrating because when it tells Dirty. you one thing and then then you go ahead and type the tracking in and it tells you another thing. It's just kind of annoying, other than that though, I've got a couple of plaques to work on i I still have a a last minute flag I gotta build well, it's not really a build, it's a carve, but I've been doing a lot of builds lately which has been kind of cool. It's just a lot more time consuming and there's a lot more steps Mm -hmm. instead of just like putting a sign on and sending it. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got going on in my shop at the moment. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but above me, it's like rhinos are running across the, the floor. (laughs) I think they're called children. Yeah, they're called children. That too. (laughs) No, I was going to mention, uh, I went to, uh, Woodcraft to be honest with you. And I picked up a set of card scrapers. If you're in the San Antonio area, they have these Sheffield steel uh, card scrapers are on sale. They were like $39 or like 20 bucks right now. So go check them out. And then last but not least, I picked up, I ran out of CA glue. Okay. And CA glue, everybody knows that you put it on a project and you spray it. And then you stick two items together and it, and it holds well, this stuff right here, this tight bond, Instant bond wood adhesive, right? I'm not sponsored by them, but I want to let you know that no activator needed or no accelerant needed. This stuff, I glued my hand to a plank. (laughs) It's so fast. You don't even need accelerator. And, And be careful, though. When you're gluing stuff together, it heats up. It's super hot. So it's like an epoxy that once it hits the air it just immediately starts curing. And it says like five to eight seconds. Seven-second handling, five-second set. That's insane for no uh, accelerator.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I would want anything like that because I would totally mess up something. (laughs)
1: This dude had a
0: whole hand of wood. Talk about putting your hand on wood, all right, and getting stuck to it. That's
1: right. That's right. Anyway, that's all I have in my shop. Uh, But uh, if you're looking for this uh, tight bond. Uh instant bond wood adhesive, it's available at Woodcraft as well. I think it's like nineteen ninety nine and also on Amazon. It's like seventeen ninety nine on Amazon. But I buy the medium. The medium's uh doesn't run everywhere like the the thin does. Thick is just like jelly coming out, so y'all I mean. All right. I might <laughs> Josh go ahead and segue into our your topic there, boss.
2: Well, not topic. I wanted to say thank you to Platte Valley Woodworks. He did a video on receiving his mug from NAP. That was awesome. Uh, We highly appreciate that. I do have his 10-millimeter socket. I painted it. I just have to laser it. It's actually back there, ready to get lasered after this, and I'll be sending that out. Um, But thank you. I mean, like, that is awesome, you know, going on there, taking your time, open that, and talking about it. Um, It means a lot, and we just want to, you know, reach out and say thank you.
1: Thanks, Platin Thank Valley. <laughs> <laughs> with that mustache,
2: though.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but anytime you say something like that, and you got like the thumbs up with the smile, the, the mustache just makes it that much creepier, right?
2: <laughs> true, true that. But uh, we do have a topic, and I'm going to go let uh, Nap introduce it because you know what? It's his experience. We're just did along for the ride. Did you want to go the topic or do you want to go the question first? Oh, I forgot we had a question. Go ahead and toss it out there. Just awesome. on the table. Okay, yeah, so the
1: question first. Today, today I was sitting at my computer and I get a uh, direct message from Mr. Donald Starnes from Ducky's Mesquite down here in Texas. So he writes to us saying, "Hey guys, question for the podcast: Have you ever had to tram the head on your CNC? And if so, what's the best way to do it?" So I reached out back to him and I was like, "Hey." I wanted to get some clarification because just tramming your CNC is pretty self explanatory. But uh, my child just walked in, stand
2: by. So, as he's dealing with that situation, I do want to say if you're trying to tram your CNC and he's going to, I think, believe he's going to go into the Z axis on this, um, you can go ahead and go to PWN CNC's webpage. And he has a couple yep. of options there for you. Um, he has one with a gauge and one without a gauge. And, uh, you definitely worth your while to check that out because <laughs> looking at the prices, is uh, definitely a lot cheaper and a lot more accurate than what you're going to find anywhere else. And you have a code for 10% off, Sawdust Nation. So go check out our newest sponsor where he has a, the offer on his webpage.
1: So, yeah, I reached back out to uh, Donald Starnes and I said, hey, sir, I was just wondering what the exact problem was regarding uh, tramming the CNC. And he mentioned that he's getting lines on his cuts Or it's leaving like parallel lines. Um, when he's running the, the bit across material. So I mentioned to him that, Hey, your bit is not necessarily parallel with the, with the whatever piece it is, right? So the piece can be parallel with the gantry. But if your, if your spindle is cocked a little bit, then you're going to end up getting those high spots, those tiny little lines that we all like dread to have to sand off after our projects carved. I noticed that there's a couple of different ways to uh, address this. For one, I, I said um, usually I will – like for me personally, I use shims. Um, I have these little metal shims I put in between the spindle and the spindle mount, and then I tighten it up, and I get it uh, as flat as I possibly can without any – I don't have any calibration tools or, or anything like that. I just – it's it's trial and error for me. Um, there's also – I found out that if you just rotate your spindle a little bit, it it can it can help. So if your spindle mount, you loosen it up and you rotate the spindle. Obviously, if you're using like a DeWalt router or a Makita router, it's easier to do it with that than an actual spindle that's mounted to like a StepCraft. However, comma sometimes that alleviates the problem. But what do you guys think? Uh, I got Josh and Nap over here on standby chomping at the bit to answer this question. So Josh, you look like you're about to bust through the screen. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think you got it pretty much nailed. I wouldn't do anything much different. Um, if I was having that issue, I would definitely go ahead and get a gauge system because I in it, we're only so good when it comes to that. We don't need it. Absolutely perfect. But if you can get it that way, why not? But I honestly have an issues is not kind of wood when it comes to that. Um, I've had, you know, I believe Nick, we've talked about it in the past. I think uh, AJ from Craft and NJ has had issues with that as well. But uh, personally, I've never had to deal with it. And if I did, I'd probably go about it. some similar with Nick. I know um, from previous conversations, if you turn, like you said, the router, it does help a little bit. Fortunately, I haven't had to deal with it personally. So, Nap, how about you?
0: So, I was literally chomping at the bit because, like, there's this thing we call active listening, right? And I'm sitting here like, I want to just jump in like, ah, uh, but seriously, so I've had this issue actually for a long time, this particular
1: issue.
0: Uh, this issue sucks because I hate sanding. It's like
2: they, the worst they thing have, in the world. They have medicine for that, man.
1: All right. Thanks, Nap. Uh-huh. Moving on to our topic now. No, I'm, I'm right. playing. <laughs>
0: yeah, F me, right? Just me? Just me? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but in all seriousness, so at first, so Nick, you talked about shims. Now, some of us don't just have metal shims laying around or any kind of shim laying around. So believe it or not, aluminum foil. I just fold aluminum foil up because it's so thin and you can actually fold it and make a metal shim and put it between certain things. So when I first got my Shipoko before they, <laughs> <was> such an, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so Shipoko before they actually started milling their extrusions for their X and Y's, they actually used to cut them and they were within a certain tolerance of being completely square when assembled. So, I actually ended up putting shims to square my X to my Y, et cetera, et cetera. Well, when it came to my uh, gantry and my spindle mount and all that stuff, I was like, okay, so I'm getting these lines. What what What's going on? So what I ended up doing is I took one of those um, – I don't know what kind of square it's called. It's the one with the ruler that slides in it. What is it? What, what is it? Is that a what's combination name for- square? Yeah, that one. And I take the ruler out and I take just the square or the little part with the level portion on it and I actually put it on my spindle mount. So I was actually able to level my spindle with that both uh, off the X and then also off the Y. So on the front and on the side. And, of course, you're going to make a cone. You're such a jackwagon, I swear. Uh dunce. That's exactly what that is. But I would take that and actually level out the, uh, the mount for my spindle. And if that doesn't work, well... I don't know what else to tell you right now except for going to Daniel's site and finding that little tram arm because that thing is uh a lot cheaper like Josh said than half yeah, the stuff reg- you'll find right Regardless
1: on though, that tramming arm is gonna be something you're still gonna need to shim. Well yeah, but tram arm it's gonna, gonna, gonna be more accurate. If, it's just gonna be a gauge to tell you if you're level or not. That's <laughs> that's really the only difference. True, but it'll be more accurate. What yeah, you don't have to do the trial and error. It'll just tell you if you're if you're level or not. And this way you can
2: just do it all at once instead of Nick, you know. you've said it and you spent lots of money doing it. Time is money. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get that gauge, you get the tram arm from PWN, you slide it up in there and you see where you need to go. And you, yep. You shove some metal in there and you make it work. And there you go.
1: That's right. Time is money. And with the 10% off promo code for PWNCNC oh my God. you can save time and money.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Enough Honestly, shameless
2: plugs. The shameless plugs are warranted because we're truly excited that he jumped on board. And oh, this yeah. is us being completely honest with you. Saw us podcast.
1: We just sold out. We're now PWNCNC yeah. podcast.
2: <laughs> Dominate your CNC. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, like he jumped on board and it's been awesome. Like, um, I just upgraded to his V7 dust boot. And I'm going to tell you, I, I cut those 18 realtor signs in the past. Even with the, my previous dust collection, I would have to do a lot of cleanup. In fact, there'd be cherry everywhere. That's I bad. don't know. I
1: got to make tissues for that.
2: <laughs> a lot easier cleanup with tissues than a vacuum. But uh Anywho, long story short, the V7, I didn't have any cleanup. It's clean, and I've been using that CNC nonstop. It's just if you haven't upgraded to it, it's on you, man. Like, that, all that cherry's on you. So just go ahead. I mean, upgrade. V7 it,
1: isn't even – it's whatever tickles your fancy, really. He's got so many darn versions of Dustblast. That's
2: the one I have. That's the one I can back because I've tried it. And, I've got a V two and, and it works great. Okay, well, you know, V seven is obviously better, but um.
0: it is. But V two <laughs> for when he first started out making booze, that V two behind the CNC for those that don't like having that hose up in the front.
2: I do, I do like it. Uh, I like hose. <laughs> never mind.
0: Around, right? I bet you do like it. Never mind. Yep, I, I see where this is going. We'll leave it. Behind. Yeah,
2: I do like it that it comes from behind because you can see more. But obviously, oh my, gosh. there it is. I said it. Wow. Anyway, okay, so no shameless plugs. We're just excited, so excuse us and uh, our dust boots. But uh, we have a topic, and Nap. We're going to try this again. Throw it toward you and see if it sticks.
0: But in all in all seriousness, okay, so we've talked quite a bit on the podcast, time and time again, about epoxy and how we use it and these things. Now, mind you, I'm no expert in epoxy. It's been a lot of, of about a trial and error. Uh, Extreme screw-ups, learning the difference between regular setting hardener, medium, and fast hardener. As Nick mentioned earlier, that stuff literally hardens as you're pouring the epoxy. But what I notice is that certain things react differently. Let's say heat, um, different sealers, like how we seal. And personally, so I've watched a lot of videos on epoxy and how to seal wood up and everything. You know, You normally have your top coat of epoxy to seal it, and then you have your flood coat, blah, blah, blah. However, because I'm not doing tabletops and those things, I haven't really done the whole seal coat with a clear epoxy. I normally use, like, varnish or shellac or what, pretty much whatever I have that's clear that can seal the wood grain and keep it from bleeding and keep it from bubbling up, I use. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe this is why I've had the issues I've had, but lately I've been running into air pockets. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm not stirring it long enough, if I'm total boat, there it is. There it is, that sticker, and it is Total Boats Epoxy. Now, mind you, their epoxy is literally the best epoxy that I've ever used. I'm just inexperienced. What's up, Josh?
2: So, <clears throat> quick question. Um, knowing the scenario, and I know you're going to get into it, uh, but before you get into it, have you ever used that type of epoxy in that sealer at the same time, or is that just something you did for the first time?
0: Okay, so I've done it multiple times, and I think I know where I messed up. I have a feeling I know where I messed up, but I might even contact Total Boat just to get some expert advice and knowledge on it. To be completely honest with you,
2: yes. And I will. I'm sorry to jump on your rodeo here, but when it comes to Total Boat, it's not just their products that are amazing; it's their customer service. You literally can reach out, and I've had it within the hour. They reach back out and say, "Look, this is what you should do. This is what happened, and whatnot." Sometimes it takes longer. They are a company, but uh, their customer service is beyond amazing. They any questions just ask sorry i'll, sh- I'll be quiet now
0: no that, that's fine and honestly and that was my next step to be completely honest with you once i get to what i did wrong um and the mistakes that i made uh, obvious mistakes i probably made uh, so first and foremost so i do a lot of laser infill because the laser one is very accurate and i can do some of the most intricate designs and then seal and fill with epoxy and it'd be beautiful you guys have seen the stuff i've done uh, it's about a 16th of an inch, maybe uh, at best. Cherry gets a 16th on a first pass. Um, oak takes two passes, but it's shallow, you know, to say the least. That's the end all be all. And I'll seal it with the Halcyon because it is a water based varnish, right? And it shouldn't have any real chemical imbalances, which I haven't noticed. What I've seen, though, is when I pour, even on the shallow stuff, I'll have little air pockets. So after it like cures and everything and I go to sand it or whatever, I'll have little bubbles that or little cavities that form after I've sanded it. And then i got to go back and fill them. I feel like it's something I'm doing wrong, and like I said, I'll contact Total Boat and maybe even follow up on the next episode here uh, just real quick, just on what I found. But on the project that I really jacked up on was this somewhat deep pour. It was maybe about half an inch, and I think it might have been part of the issue. It really, I think it was, but when I added heat to it and I was using medium hardener with the, uh, what is this? The high performance, uh, epoxy. And I'm not sure. Maybe that's where I jacked up. It wasn't any kind of deep pour, but when I heated it up, it bubbled up a lot. Like I'm talking like foam bubble and I barely touched the heat to it. And I don't know if it's because I mismixed it or what, Josh, you have something to say and I want to hear what you
2: got. Okay. So the name is actually escaping me, but there is a chemical reaction that sometimes happens with epoxy and it could be from not mixing it correctly. It could be from, um, you know, you're too pump chumped, didn't work that great. And, uh, you got a little less, a little more, but, uh uh, that's something to do with like thermal expansion and it happens to like uh if you do enough boxy it's gonna happen to you yeah that sounds like so when it started foaming and stuff did it start getting really extremely hot maybe smoking a little
0: oh, oh well legitimately it didn't smoke but i touched it and yeah. just because i was like i'm gonna touch it i had to touch it and mm-hmm. it almost burnt my finger
2: So, uh, you know, after we're done, you know, talking this a little bit, I'll look it up to get the actual name. But it's happened to me. It's happened to uh, Maker down the road. He reached out to me. He used um, penetrating epoxy from Total Boat. And, uh, yeah, it it smoked. Um, I had some smoke the other night. Yeah, it happens. It's just – it could be very – it could be dust in your cup. I mean, like, I don't know the actual, like, scientific reason why it happens. And I can actually – do some research and get back on here and explain it. Once I do, but uh, it happens. It sounds like that's the case. Unfortunately, it happened in your cup. It happened in the piece. Um, but you typically you see it more in the piece. I've had it on projects as well, and I've had to go back and like damage control hardcore with it. But uh, yeah, man, once you start messing with epoxy, it is some crazy stuff and does some pretty amazing stuff. But uh, you're going to run into that. You said a half inch you poured?
0: Yeah, so it was a fairly deep V-carve. And uh, the maker that I was working with, I told him, I was like, hey, listen, I'm sorry. So I was working with a maker, and I felt absolutely terrible. First of all, I mean, it was just cursive V-carve, but that's still time. And time is still money. I know we keep saying that over and over, but it really is. And I felt absolutely terrible about it. Luckily, it was my epoxy or my material that I used. uh, so. That was okay, but the cherry wood, it was eight quarter-ish. So he's gonna plane it down and he'll still have a usable board, but it's still not the point. My inexperience jacked something his up, so I felt really bad.
1: I have a uh, a suggestion, right? So like say you jack something up really bad like that. If you kept your granted, there's specific situations where you would this wouldn't be uh wouldn't be doable, but if you kept your XY zero on your CNC machine and say the sign was square and you use the bottom left-hand corner and, and your your setup and your clamps and all that stuff are like pressure, uh, set up for pressure uh, holding the piece yeah. in, what you could potentially do is after that that dries, throw it back on the CNC again and then V-bit all that epoxy out. Um, this way, you kind of start fresh. You don't have to worry about um, planing anything down or – But this is like very, very minute situations. Obviously, if you have like a cutout piece, like a like a shape that you cut out of a of a square board, then it's kind of going to be hard to do and get
2: dead accurate results. Because then you got to find. I mean, the way you do it, yes. Uh, If you have micro switches and have a home, I with all those plaques I just did, I never had to do my X and Y. The entire time, I just literally had a place I threw, they're all the same size. They carve it if it messed up, I just start again and it would carve it, even if I removed it. And the only thing I would actually have to recalibrate is my Z axis. So if you get that set up, you should be able to do it fairly easy.
1: But were they were those plaques like this the same rectangular or square shape, or were they yeah. like cutouts? I'm just saying, like, no. if it's a cutout, you're gonna have a hard time finding. Where you yeah, obviously. Be, you know what I mean? In
2: that case, I would try to go from the center and then go from that way. And that, I mean, there's a hundred different ways you can go about it. But going back to our previous conversation, it's called the exothermic reaction. It's basically, um, it can happen. Any chemical reaction that is mixed epoxy or heat generating is left to cure in a contained mass, such as a mixing pot. It can generate enough heat to melt plastic, burn your skin, irritate surrounding combustible materials. Um, off gas epoxy. is like a
1: mofo hole, so that's cow. probably
2: what happened exothermic reaction. And uh, you know, it happens, unfortunately, it happened in your project. But Nick's fix is a great way to go about it, or you could just fill in the holes.
0: So, what only so what kind of sucks about that whole thing, right? So, he already headed off the work piece, and I don't know if he had already done another work piece, I don't because he uses uh, Axiom, you know, he's got a legitimate like big machine whereas i've got my shipoko so i didn't carve it for him he carved it himself and i know he had done some 3d work so he might have changed it at that point that may or may not have been an option however i never thought of that nick and i'm going to keep that in mind now for when i go to do a project uh and if something happens then maybe uh, i'll be able to uh, what is it salvage yeah, uh, a piece of wood or a project like that. So you it's just better good make idea. sure
1: it's completely, completely cured before you go ahead and carve it again. Or else you're gonna have <laughs> your your take a video. I'd like to see it. that.
2: <laughs> okay, but,
0: uh, so you know that song? You spin my head right, 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 right. around. Yeah, yeah, that's what would happen with the epoxy. It would just uh, spin my, you know,
1: stuff would fly everywhere. Nice try, nap.
2: It hit the fan. Yeah,
0: yeah literally. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, so that was the epoxy thing. Um and maybe uh, for our listeners out there, send us some tips and tricks on some epoxy because you know, like I've only been doing this epoxy thing, first of all, I hate epoxy. I'll do it for my customers, but I absolutely hate it because it's one, it's messy, two, I don't fully understand it and I do will get some expert advice from Total Boat. So I'm looking forward to their customer service t- customer service experiment experience. God, I can't talk He said customer God. cervix. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I <can't. laughs> okay um ooh, bleep that one out good god um but in all seriousness if you have tips and tricks on epoxy please let us know because we will i want to recap maybe on the next episode real quick before we jump into our, like our shops or something say hey from last episode we talked about this this is what we found uh just because i think that's very helpful information especially for those of us that don't do epoxy very often
1: so i have a, a tip and trick that you'll never mess up for epoxy right just don't do it
0: <laughs> you know what, you're not lying but unfortunately about
1: 90 percent of my customers ask for it so i'm just like uh. it's it's popular man and it, it's it looks great if it's done right
2: so oh yeah you could definitely have need to work um no
0: oh thanks oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's messed up that, that's low man thanks appreciate no, that
2: honestly um you know, a, a way to help prevent that is if you follow the directions or you talk to a totem bolt. they're going to ask you or they're going to say, ooh, that looks pretty. Anyway, um, they're, I think it's mixed for like five minutes in the container. Then you pour it into another container and you mix it for a couple more minutes. That way you get a good mixture and then um, you, you're not going to have that reaction, the exothermic reaction that you you know, experienced. Um, since I've been doing that, um, I haven't had anything like that happen. In fact, I haven't had any epoxy that has not cured right. I haven't had any th- crazy things happen to my epoxy. Now, you can go on Amazon and they have uh, cups that are reusable. You use them and then they, uh, the epoxy hardens and you can put them inside out and it, you peel the epoxy out and they're good as gold and use them again. So th- there's a little tidbit for you, a little tip um, if you're looking for it. You
1: know, you know who makes some really nice epoxy work is uh, Armour Woodwork on Instagram. Nap knows the yeah. guy. This guy makes some it's really funny. nice stuff. His name is also Josh, Josh. A M A R M O U R Woodworks. Yeah, I don't follow this guy.
2: You don't follow me either.
0: Well, it's because, so actually, he, I recently just told him about the podcast. This guy actually got me my start for my hat presses and my hat stands. But he, get, he helped me out. A lot with like how to do certain things, like the process and whatnot. Uh, Had I not linked up with him, I probably wouldn't be as popular as I am when it comes to uh, my hardwood hat presses.
2: Wow, he does some really good stuff.
0: Yes. And I'll tell you what, I sit there and tell him, like, dude, thanks for making me look like a bum. Like, as far as his epoxy work, because he does some of the same stuff I do, technically took from him, which he did authorize, by the way. So just to put that out there. That POL uh, skull that he did, I was like, dude, how did you do that? He's like, well, let me tell you how I did it. And he went through this. Sit process. down, son. <laughs> yeah, that's literally how I felt. I was like, yeah, please tell me, tell me how you did it. Like, legitimately, that's how I felt. I felt like a little kid, like asking big brother
1: how the heck he did something.
2: Let me just say, uh, the podcast works. I just followed this guy just based on these guys' recommendation.
1: So yeah, check him out. If you if you're listening to this, check him out. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Uh, he's got some really pretty work that he makes. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, anyway. Pretty full. Pretty but, uh, full. I'm about to do some more epoxy work here coming up. I just, uh, I'm not really looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, I'm just doing uh, clear epoxy myself for the mallet, so there's nothing too crazy. But uh, I'll be using that fast hardener myself <laughs> and uh, getting it on that nice walnut, covering that coin nice and there you go.
0: So one thing I do know, like when epoxy does work well for me, is some stuff that I've learned is if you actually clear, let's say it's like one of those translucent type of boxes that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. If you do all your finish work first, and this is, I've been doing this with like uh, my security forces badges and stuff. That's just like lines. And I'm filling those. I actually am able to f- do all of my finish, let everything cure and then pour. And then use a squeegee and squeegee away the excess leaving almost a perfect pour. Um, I learned that from a guy, uh, his name is escaping me. His name is JP. I'm going to find his Instagram handle too. So you often take a uh, look at him just because he does some really nice work as well.
2: Some people use syringes and they get into that, uh, the cracks and that's how they get the epoxy in there. I like, that's what I've I haven't tried that myself. Really? What, what kind of yeah. syringes do you use? Uh, Total
1: Boat syringes. I guess that Wait, makes t- sense.
2: Total Boat has those?
1: Yeah. You just have to go to the website and order syringes. So I, I couldn't find them on the website uh, at first. And then I called their customer service. And like Josh said, the guy was like, dude, just type in syringes. And they're right there. I was <laughs> like, oh, I guess I was spelling syringes wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that guy, he doesn't have necessarily like a business name that he puts out there. But on Instagram, it's literally just John McGurk. Last name is spelled M-C-G-U-R-K. You search him on Instagram, he makes some pretty Awesome stuff too. And honestly, if there's anybody that's an epoxy wizard, that guy's he makes Ooh, a lot of there. stuff with epoxy. Yeah. Nice. As far as makers at our level are concerned, hey, he makes quite a bit of stuff.
1: Did you see that giant epoxied sign that Mike from Veteran co made for the yeah. fire department? Yes, that, was that thing Holy was awesome. smokes, dude. That thing's gorgeous.
2: That was that was a minute ago. Um it yeah, was,
1: but Holy it's, cow.
0: It's definitely worth mentioning because I looked at, I think Nick, I think you showed me it actually. You're like, hey, check this out. And there it is. You can't really see it and on the like, screen. It's pretty
1: It's like five <laughs> feet tall by five it's a it's a round. It's it's like it's it's a, a giant round. circle. It's a round. Yes. round. We're working round.
2: on his shapes. He's doing really good now. What's <laughs> oh, this <yeah>. Nick?
1: <laughs> you know where the square goes? That's right. And the round hole. hole.
2: <laughs> <sighs> anyway, but yeah, so,
0: but yeah, that was that, that was good stuff, guys. I just I was curious, and I wanted to just kind of highlight a complete screw up. But now knowing that it's something that could just happen to anybody, some things that took away from what you guys said, especially you, Josh, was the fu- like actually stirring it for a minute. Honestly, I stirred it until I thought it was good. I never really thought about I have to stir it for five like five ish minutes, pour it, and then restir it. Never thought of that. I am so absolutely I sure.
2: Man, that you can get away with stirring it for like three minutes. But ever since I've had, I had some issues, and I went to this method, and it just seems like I don't know if it's that magic number. I don't know if like I stir a minute longer. But I, as I go, I literally go, "Hey, Alexa, set a five minute timer." She sets the timer, and I sit there and I stir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> canceled, t- Alexa, cancel timer.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did I tell you, Alexa? Did I tell you guys my epoxy horror story? No, what's your epoxy horror story? First time I was ever using any epoxy, it was some Amazon epoxy I got. I don't can't remember what it was. It it wasn't bad. It was some stuff I got for like 50 bones off Amazon. And I didn't know anything about pigmenting. All I knew was that I needed to have like a flat surface, but I needed to have grooves to route out to put lights in these cornhole boards for the surface, like the flush mounted lights so route my grooves three-quarter inch router bit um i punch a hole in the bottom of the cornhole board with a drill bit and thread the lights the the uh what are they called the they're like flat flat leds LEDs? leds punch them through right mounted the box where the battery went and then started pouring epoxy well I was an idiot because I didn't realize that I had forgot to silicone the hole around the lights <laughs> on the bottom. So I'm pouring this. I'm at Fort Dick's mind you, or or JBMDL up there with jo- where Josh lives. And I'm pouring this epoxy like thinking, man, this is really easy. And it's disappearing <laughs> from the surface of the boards. It's like, I'm like, where the, where is it going? And I'm like, it's not soaking into the wood. There's no way. It's running down through the hole in the bottom of the board. I'm <laughs> in my garage now. I've got epoxy all over the floor. I've got it all up and down my arms. I'm trying to plug this hole while it's still right trying to stop this mess. I'm using tape. I'm ripping tape off with my teeth, trying to shove it up in the hole. And I got epoxy on my face now. I've got like I've got hairy arms. So it's just you're not washing that stuff out. You're just gonna have to wait and then do the unthinkable and rip it out, right? Uh, it doesn't come out with with soap and water. Let's put it that way. Gives
0: Brazilian a whole new meaning.
1: So <laughs> I finally get the hole plugged. I get everything filled up with epoxy, right? And then um, I go to bed that night, and I wake up, and I I took the bed sheets with me because they were sticking to my body. It was so. <laughs> There was epoxy everywhere. I go in the bathroom and I look at my face. It's all white. Like my skin on my, my cheek <laughs> was like... Sure I was, it was peeling, epoxy. I was peeling epoxy <laughs> chips off my skin for like three days. It was terrible. It that's was the absolute worst. So that's why... I'm crying. <laughs> that's why I have a very, very cautious attitude towards epoxy. <laughs>
2: It wasn't a Thursday, so I didn't come over. I don't know. What to tell you. Dude, it was an <laughs>
1: epoxy nightmare. It was. It was like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And on top of that, I didn't realize that the epoxy on the floor of my garage ran, like because it was it's liquid at this point, and it's not it's not fast hardener, so it takes like twenty four hours to set. I didn't realize it ran and it glued tools and a bucket to my floor of my garage. I didn't realize it until like I go to move like this bucket. And I'm like, there's nothing in this bucket. It should be picking up. Yeah, it was all behind it. Glued the damn bucket to the, to the, oh man, it was just something else.
2: I think that, that tops mine. Uh, the only really horse I had a couple issues with exothermic reactions uh, in a pour, but it was nothing that was due for a customer. But, you, you know, with these mallets or these hammers, I've been doing blanks. So basically I cut out the basic shape. That way, when they order, I just have to do you know the forty-five degrees here and there, you know, clean it up. Why not? And uh, what a couple of them had some holes to be filled. So I'm like, hey, good time for epoxy, right? And then I'm going to use, um, you know, a total bolt and uh, threw tape around it, sealed it up really good, and I, I'm pouring it. And just like Nick, it just keeps you know disappearing. I'm yeah, like, well, it's these holes bottomless are, pit. Yeah, these. These are obviously deeper than I thought they are, and like on the bottom, you just start seeing it like like a damn break, and it just yeah. starts pouring out. At that point, like it was a small enough puddle, I'm like, I'm done for the night. I turned the lights off. I went inside. Next morning, I you know I chipped it off from the floor, cleaned it up, but uh, yeah, it's probably the most mess I've ever made with epoxy. So if you like, I know a lot of people are always like, oh hey.
1: Uh, I I want to do epoxy work, but I you know it's intimidating. Well, first off, you're right; it is intimidating. But I was always wondering, like, what kind of tape do people use for epoxy? And I started off with masking tape, and I was an idiot. So yeah, tuck tape that's no. is is a tape you can use, and yep. that will not stick to the. Well, I mean, it might stick to it, but you can peel it off really easily. Like uh, if you build peel like really uh, easy, yeah yeah fairly easy it's that's what it's made for so just so you know if you if you're looking at starting something with epoxy look up on Amazon, excuse me amazon tuck tape it's uh, yes yeah,
2: yeah. is very cheap easy to get a hold of flows carries it uh, in their brand um so it's it's not it's not out of reach it's definitely something you can grab real quick and just you know pick up and go but uh since we're talking epoxy and we have a few minutes. I do want to mention uh, another maker, another company on Instagram the I follow. And uh, they're makers, Usable Molds. Um, I've been eyeing these for a long time because, I mean, there's other makers that use them. But I've actually talked to these guys uh, not in person on Instagram. And they're a great couple that run this company. And uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at their page now. Sorry, I'm looking down but they're, they're constantly coming out with different, uh, molds. And basically you can head to their page and like it's makers, mold, uh, usable molds, and they have a link to the website and they have custom molds where basically it's uh, measurable see-through and like they have the, um, the legs on there so you can level it. Um, they have all different size dividers they have round ones. Um, I know you talked to me about some up and coming molds are going to be coming out with that are pretty exciting, but I wanted to give them a shout out because um, eventually I'll be hitting them up for one. And uh, in the case of at least my, my blank going everywhere on the floor, if I would have had one of those thrown it in there, did that pour, it would have saved my floor a little cleanup. Um, But I mean, like if you're, if you're kind of on the fence when it comes to epoxy, the first thing you got to do is jump into it because you're never going to learn unless you try it. So go ahead, buy some epoxy, get some solar medium or fast hardener from TotalBoat using our promo code that you can get by just reaching out to us. And then, like, you know, get some uh, a mold from MRM or the Maker's Reusable Mold. Then you don't have to worry about cleanup. So, you know, half the battle's already done there you just try some wood or whatever you're into throw it in there throw some epoxy in there and you make yourself a charcuterie board that's my rant it was a good rant you like that rant nice. i can't hear nick i think nick likes it too he's stroking the mustache so you guys got anything to add to our epoxy convo i think that's it man
0: yeah i mean just because you know we are coming short on time and i'm sure y'all want to wrap up
2: oh let's uh pour the last drop and get into our sponsors but nick Ooh. Ooh, all right. We want to give a giant,
1: giant Sawdust Nation podcast thank you to PWNCNC. Daniel and his crew over there are doing a bang-up job making the accessories for your CNC machines. Now, check them out at PWNCNC.com or on the Instagram at PWNCNC. And if you want to buy something from them, which I highly recommend— uh, use promo code SawdustNation and you will save 10%. And uh next up, I want to thank Total Boat TV. You know, you can get a promo code for them too if you need that epoxy, like we were just talking about. Uh, as you can see if you're if you're watching us, uh Josh is flashing the total boat colors, right? Check them out at totalboat.com slash or Instagram at Total Boat. Uh, and last but not least, check out uh JTEC Photonics. On Instagram or their website, www.jtechphotonics.com. Thanks to all our sponsors, but we really, what we really want to thank is our Patreon members. Um, You guys do a lot for us, and I don't even know if you realize you do. Just by donating that one, three, five, whatever, however many dollars you donate a month helps us. I don't know what our tiers are. What are our tiers? Three? No kidding. Three, (laughs) seven, and ten. Yeah, look at that. The new guy knows. The new uh, guy three, knows. Seven and ten. Just by donating to us helps keep this podcast alive. It allows us to produce a lot of good content as well as provide prizes for our live events. So that being said, last last prize winner was, who was it? It was Greg from... Uh, Platte Valley Woods... Platte valley woodworks and and i can i think there's a video we just talked about with a giant beer mug that was laser etched with the sawdust nation logo that thing's pretty awesome and i'm sure that Platte valley woodworks had a uh wonderful time that evening that he opened that up since uh yeah check out his instagram it'll show you but anyway josh if you want to get a hold of us how how
2: how do our uh, listeners get a hold of us josh well you can get a hold of us on our instagram pages we have four in counting you have nick from mpg creations on instagram nap naughty works from llc almost forgot Yeah, don't forget that on instagram and myself north country woodworking on instagram and then we have the saw destination podcast page on instagram where you can hit us up and it's like roulette you never know who you're gonna reach then you know, if you want to send us a question or a voicemail or pictures of your latest project, go ahead and reach us at our Gmail account at Podcast at gmail.com. And if you listen to Apple Podcast, Nap, what do you need to do? Listen,
0: if you're one of those folks that happens to listen to Apple Podcast, all right, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm biased. But if you listen to Apple Podcast, go and give us five stars and leave us some feedback. If you want to hear something more from us, in that feedback, go ahead and state so. But the quickest and easiest way is to email us. But the end-all be-all. Give us five stars or else Josh's cat will find you and probably no. do things. I don't know what it does, but it'll do things. Uh, but other than that, that's what you do on Apple Podcast. That's
1: right. Anywho, final words, gentlemen. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, don't just own your CNC. Dominate it. Mm. That's all I got. Yep, what
0: you got? Hey, you never know, folks. Go ahead and reach out to any maker because they're always willing to help. If you happen to be making something in your garage shop or whatever it is you call it, uh, make sure you go ahead and take a video on Instagram and tag us, Sawdust Nation Podcast, so we can see the sawdust that you're making. Uh, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Josh.
2: As always, thank you for listening to Sawdust Nation Podcast. Make sure you're listening in your car, your kitchen your shop your backyard while you're grilling up those burgers anywhere you can listen to sawdust nation podcasts is basically where there's a podcast catcher so thank you for listening tell your friends tell your friends friends and uh continue listening to sawdust nation because we love doing what we do and with that sawdust nation out, out. We really got to work on that. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We, we, we do. Really do.
0: Hey, we're, we're getting there, though. It's better because at least all three of us were in on it that time.
2: True.
1: It was still a little weird. Wonky, I guess. Well, it's only totally weird
0: because that, that mustache you yeah, got going on
1: over there. It's always weird. Every time I look at times. it. Don't hate on the mustache, okay?
0: Dude, I expect it to jump out and speak to me, okay? that's That's how wonderful and glorious
1: it is at this point. It will, it will jump out and get you. I promise. Anyway.
2: This is awkward because you guys were over, or nappy over at his house not too long ago. Did it happen to get you? Might
0: have. It tickled me. Yeah,
2: that explains it.